I would have published this blog much sooner, but I didn't trust God enough to take the step he was asking me to take. I committed my life to following Jesus wholeheartedly at the age of 22. After college, I returned to my hometown to be a teacher and a softball coach. I did that for a few years, but I remember writing in my journal in those early years something like this. I know I will not be doing this very long. I know God has other plans for me. I love young people. That's why I became a teacher. After a few years of teaching math, I felt God leading me to become a youth pastor. So instead of teaching teenagers about algebra, which by the way is awesome, I began teaching teenagers about Jesus, who is infinitely and incomparably more awesome. I remember telling God from the start, I'm willing to share my story. I'm willing to share my life. I'm willing to be vulnerable and transparent. I'm willing to share my struggles and my pain to help others see you and experience you. You gave me the story of my life, and if it can help someone, anyone, then I'm willing to share it. Fast forward 20 years and here I am. I know that God has asked me to write this blog to boldly and unreservedly share my story with anyone willing to listen. He is asking me to do what I said I would do so many years ago. For the last 20 years, I have been sharing my story, but now he is asking me to share to a depth that I never have before. And it's scary. I said in my last post entitled Only One Thing Needed that my whole life has been about learning to trust God. The painful truth is my life has consisted of me thinking I trusted God only to have God gently and lovingly reveal to me that in so many ways, I didn't really trust him. It's in these moments, as I am willing, that God has been teaching me what it means to really trust him. When God asked me to step out in faith to publish this blog, I was so afraid because I didn't really trust God with my heart. What God revealed to me is that I didn't really trust him to protect my heart from what others might say or do or think about me as I share my story. That was such an overwhelming fear that I had to work through with God. I mean, nobody really wants to be transparent and vulnerable for all the world to see. We want everyone to think we have it all together. My friend Stacy said it pretty concisely one day while we were taking a walk together. We let people see who we want them to see. We are rarely willing to reveal our deepest struggles, sorrows, and pains with our closest friends, much less with complete strangers. So... God had a lot of convincing to do that I could trust him with my heart. I don't know what it looks like for you when God is trying to teach you something, but for me, it looks like a tremendous amount of tears. I'm grateful beyond words to God for the always tender, always gentle, always patient, and always loving way he has of convincing me of things, and this time, convincing me that I can trust him with my heart. That doesn't mean that people won't say or do or think things that could be hurtful, but it does mean that I am learning to give my heart to God in such a way that my identity, worth, value, and security comes from Him and what He says to me, through me, for me, and about me. This has only happened as I have responded like never before to Jesus' invitation to come to me. It's all part of this journey that I'm on to discover God the Father's heart of love for me. It's a journey that we're all on. God desperately wants everyone of us, every one of us, to understand how much he loves us. Whether we realize it or not, we are all on a journey to discover God's unrelenting, unwavering, unconditional, unfailing love for us. He won't relent until he has our hearts. 
I was standing in a conference room several years ago with hundreds of people singing the song Good Good Father by Chris Tomlin. The chorus goes like this. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. As I was singing the words, you're a good, good father, God spoke to me. It was not an audible voice that others could hear. Rather, it was in my mind. But it was the closest thing to an audible voice from God that I had ever experienced in my life. I knew it was God, and what he said hit me like a ton of bricks. God said, you don't believe I'm good. I know God speaks. I know God speaks to me. He's been speaking to me all my life, but most of my life I have struggled to rest in this truth. My journey to discover God the Father's heart of love for me is closely tied to my ability to trust and believe that God speaks and that he speaks to me. In my life, there, have been so, there has been so much pain wrapped up in this one thing, trusting and believing that God speaks to me. When those words broke into my mind, they were absolutely devastating. Immediately in the middle of the song, I began sobbing. I mean, ugly sobbing. Remember I said I was in the conference room with hundreds of people, but when I heard, you don't believe I'm good, I was instantly reduced to a puddle of tears. I was standing next to a friend of mine, Denny. When he saw me, he graciously handed me his handkerchief. As I stood there in that room filled with people, God and I had a brief conversation that will forever be etched in my heart. It went like this. You don't believe I'm good. I guess you're right. I don't. Because to me, being good means that you protect the people I love and you haven't. I loved them before you ever knew them. I love them more than you ever could. You have to trust me. I had never been challenged by anyone on whether or not I believed in the goodness of God, certainly not by God himself. For a split second, I wanted to explain myself, to defend myself, but the reality is, whether then or now, God knows. God knows my heart even better than I do. He knew the truth. He knew my heart was broken and wavering. There were so many wounds and scars that had caused the foundation of my faith in him to be shaken. The cracks of doubt and disappointment had taken their toll over the decades. It wasn't even just my own wounds and scars that had shaken me so deeply, but rather it was the wounds and scars of the people I loved so much. It was the misery, the suffering, the trauma, the sorrow, the pain and the injustice that I had watched others struggle through oftentimes seemingly endlessly. All the things that my efforts couldn't fix, all the things that my words couldn't explain, all the things that my prayers couldn't heal, at least not the way I had asked and expected, no matter how hard I prayed. I grew up in the church where we have an affirmation of faith that goes like this. One person says, God is good all the time. And another person responds, responds all the time, God is good. Thus, all my life, in good times and bad, I've always been taught to say, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. I could sing the song, You're a Good, Good Father. I could recite the affirmation of faith, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. But God knew the truth. He saw into the depths of my broken, wavering heart. Even though the words themselves were heart-wrenching, the tone was that of gentleness and grace. In those moments, it did, I did not feel any condemnation or anger or disapproval. 
I felt the tender love and compassion of God the Father. He didn't reveal this truth to me to berate me or to make me feel like a failure. He revealed the truth of what was hidden deep within my heart that was hidden even from my own understanding because of his heart of love for me. God's heart is love. His heart is his heart of love is pure. It's perfect. It's holy. It's true. It's beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing we will ever encounter. His heart of love is focused, focused on me. It's focused on you. Whether you believe and receive that right now or not does not change the truth. This journey I am on, this journey you're on, it's a journey to discover God the Father's heart of love for us. He sees us right where we are. He loves us too much to leave us there. Wherever you find yourself, you are not alone. God is with you. He sees you. He loves you. God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Hebrews 13, 5. He sees the depths of your heart. He is desperate to reveal his beautiful heart of love for you. He longs to reveal the truth to you. The truth about who he says he is. The truth about who he says you are. He is determined to draw you close to his heart and to lavish his love upon you. God the Father created us to be loved by him. We are his. He is ours. We belong to him. He won't relent until he has your heart. All of it. He simply won't relent. I invite you to listen to this song called You Won't Relent by Misty Edwards. And I invite you to pray this prayer with me. God, thank you for your relentless pursuit of me, for your relentless pursuit of my heart. I want to understand how much you love me. I want to know the truth about who you are, who you say you are. I want to know the truth about me, who you say I am. Open my ears to hear you. Open my eyes to see you. Open my mind to understand you. Open my heart to experience you and to receive you like I never have before. Come be the fire inside of me. Come be the flame upon my heart. Come be the fire inside of me until you and I are one.